Somebody call Andrew WK because we're about to party hard, motherfucker. <laughs> I think I'm going to open with that, actually. Yeah, I'm really proud of that. <laughs> That's a good place to start it. Uh, hello, and welcome to Cape Corner, where we explore the history, story, and cultural impact of a different character or group every episode. I'm just waking up. And I'm Jordan. I was gonna come up with something, but my brain wasn't fast enough. So fine. Uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just Jordan today. <laughs> um, you just Jordan around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> see it that 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 would work better <laughs> if it was Josh, but so. uh, yeah. Hey, l- like I said, I'm I'm just waking up. I. Played Final Fantasy fourteen until about one thirty in the morning. Always a good decision. Um, well, because I have no work today, so I was like, yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, I was feeling it. I wasn't ready to step away. I was like, yeah. yeah, I've been there. Um, but as I as I said up top, um, I will soon be awake because we have the extremely exciting. Uh, colored heroes beyond time that we're talking about today. We're all <laughs> one, the only time force, time force, <laughs> power rangers. I was trying to figure out if you were going to start with that or the time, time, time for. <laughs> I knew you were going to start at one of those two places. <laughs> um, yeah, so I- I've heard people. Like okay, R- right out right out the gate. Um, I've heard like reactors, like or not reactors. Uh, people ranking the the fucking openings in a tier list. Put mm-hmm. time force theme really low. It does like, not deserve that. Excuse you. It does not deserve that. <laughs> for for the the bit where it goes from the atonal beginning, shifting into the um. Timeless wonders. That alone, that's so fucking musically like that. It's just like aesthetically pleasing to my ears. Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, to save the world. That last best, note. It's the got last note really sells it. <laughs> it's got some of the best lyrics in uh, any. I mean, you know, less so the incredibly repetitive time, time, time for Power Rangers Time Force, but... Oh, I fuck, I love that. That gets me hyped up. It, it is, it's hype as hell, so I forgive it. But, like, if you talk <laughs> straight lyricism, Timeless Wonders, Fire and Thunder, like, come on, man, that shit's... It's cool. It's so hard. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, costume design. Hey, we were complaining about the, uh, Oh, I guess we weren't really complaining, but we were discussing some of the previous suits. The Lost Galaxy suit, I do not like the color balance on those suits. Yeah, they're not great. The Light Speed Rescue suit, they're not great. Too bland, right? Yeah. Time Force suits are sick as fuck, and there's a reason. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> um, Colored visors. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so good. Like, that looks like what I would imagine improvements on Power Ranger suits a thousand years into the future to look. Yeah, it's perfect. Like it's extremely streamlined. Um, but it hasn't lost the heart of them. I'm actually like I need to pull up an image of the suits real quick. Um 
Yeah, I think I I think I was messaging you that like for most of these episodes, um, I've been rewatching at least parts of each season that we talk about before we do the show. Um, like usually the beginning, the end, and a few of the episodes in the middle. Uh, but for Time Force, I I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I watched the whole season. It's uh, a few weeks good. back. <laughs> it is that good. Um, okay, yeah. So I really like. Um. All right, so remember how I was like, I don't like how the midsection is just white on the um, Lost Galaxy suits, and then there's that yeah. squiggle on that. This mm. almost does the same thing, um, but it corrects it in that the only real white on their suits is on the midsection, but it's only on the top half of their midsection. And, mm-hmm. and that is there to contrast that they each have a symbol on their chest that is a clock hand of some sort mm-hmm. but they also all have a unique looking clock hand um yeah it's cool it's very zeo in that they each have a different shape mm-hmm. uh, and the shape matches what the shape on their visor is mm-hmm. uh, for for red it's a straight up arrow for blue it's almost like one of those hammers you know like the the weird hammer hands on yeah um for green, it's almost an arrow. It's more of like a diamond. For yeah, the diamond-shaped one, and then blue has the. Uh, I can't. Rectangle. I can't picture it right now. Yeah, like a rectangle. Um, yellow has an oval, and then pink has a heart. Which mm. it's it's one of the only pink rangers that we have in America that has like a straight up heart motif on it. And so you <laughs> might decline to go. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> She will fucking slaughter you. Do oh yeah, not... no. she's lethal. Do not underestimate the best pink ranger ever. Because <laughs> um, she's basically the leader for the first third of the season. I would argue she's officially the leader for the entire thing. Does um, that probably like narratively? Yeah, West I, becomes I more and more a leader throughout the season. But yeah, yes, I, I think he definitely takes the reins more and more as it goes on. But also. Just since I mentioned Wes, I have to say just that, I mean, I, I need to refresh my memory by watching more Power Rangers as we get to them. But this far in the watch through, I think this is the best actor on the show so far. He is. He Well, all these actors are really good. Well, I mean, okay, to a lesser extent, maybe um, like uh, Lucas's actor, because he doesn't really have to do too much, right? He gets, yeah, he's like, fine. So, um, There's nothing wrong with him. He's just there. Um, I, I think Katie is is a sweet beam of sunshine. Um, oh yeah, I, I love her. I think uh, uh, Jen really like. Oh god, the the drama, the intensity, everything from her is so top tier. Like, like that's that's I, I drama and intensity is a good word because this series in particular like elevates the storytelling of Power Rangers by a substantial does. degree. It. Like I've seen Hollywood like triple A movie actors act worse than <laughs> Yeah. Like she she is like when you go to a dingy uh little hole <clears throat> restaurant and then you start eating a meal there and you go, Oh, <laughs> that's way better than I was expecting it to be. I've had yep. plates of actual restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> so like uh, yeah, and like you said, uh, Wes's actor is great. Um, I actually want to say, uh, what's her name? Erin Cahill? Is that it? 
Uh, maybe. I don't know. That doesn't sound wrong. <laughs> yes, Aaron Cahill. This is one hundred. Okay. Um. So. Oh, she was in Hell I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Um, oh wow, where does it say the name of the character? Uh, Ted Mosby's sister Heather. Oh man, I don't remember that episode. Okay. <laughs> and she was also oh. in Saving Grace. <laughs> I looked that up sometime. She was in Felicity. Hmm. Wait, she had a re- oh, sorry, had a recurring role as Felicity in a series called Red Widow. Got it. Ah, uh, okay. But anyway, Erin Cahill is awesome, and she um, very much stays close to her Power Rangers roots, despite the fact that she's <laughs> been uh, expanding her repertoire. Because <laughs> um, she, uh, so when Power Rangers Hyperforce first started, she was their first guest. Hmm. That's uh, cool. Because the entire idea behind Hyperforce is that it's a sequel to Time Force, and mm-hmm. she was their teacher, and so <laughs> she was like role playing teaching their class when they got attacked, and then she's the one that sent them on their mission through time. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. And what I love about um, whenever they get actual Power Ranger guest stars in Hyperforce. They bring their helmet and they set their helmet on the table in front of them. Ah, that's cool. So does that mean that they all have the helmet? All those actors have like a copy of the helmet that they yeah, just have? I, I think once you're done with Power Rangers, they give you uh, a helmet of your character. Damn, man. Uh, I Never before have I more wanted to be an actor on Power Rangers. <laughs> right? Exactly. Well, you'd have to be a ranger. You can't just be like Ernie or something. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'd I'd have to get very fit. Yeah, I'm willing. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, I was getting ready to be like, uh, I could play like a mentor ranger type figure, but no, I look young enough um, to to be what they consider a child in Power Rangers because yeah, you could do it. If if we could get thirty year olds playing high schoolers, um, hmm. look like thirty year olds. Hmm. Me, who people constantly ask me if I'm fresh out of high school, <laughs> <laughs> and anyone who wants to be like, <laughs> that's a compliment, you dumb fuck, because that means that when I'm old, I'm gonna be. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be looking really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, yeah, I wanted to continue talking about the suit design real quick. So, um, yeah. what I like is that in place of the typical white, because like I said, white is really only on that small section of their uh, torso, mm-hmm. uh, top half of their torso. What has replaced white as the typical um, secondary color of the suits is chrome. Yeah. They've got chrome uh, like boot tops. Uh, and chrome gauntlets on their forearms. The gauntlets look so cool. <laughs> um, they also have uh, belts, which help break up the color a little bit. It's mm-hmm. very simple, and yet it looks futuristic at the same time because it's a black belt with a chrome triangular belt buckle on the front with mm-hmm. some kind of jewel in the middle. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, man, they these outfits they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. They're so good. 
Um, and then, of course, there's the Quantum Ranger, where they replace the chrome and the white pieces with black, and they make everything spikier. That is one of the most hardcore uh, Sixth Ranger designs out there. I agree. It's black and red you can't go wrong man (laughs) what's funny is that it makes him look like an evil ranger and so and and he kind of is and not really but like kind of well and and this is like when you first watch the series for the first time like especially if you grew up watching stuff like mighty morphin where it had a couple uh, yeah every once in a while yeah or like at least the psycho rangers you look at him and he's initially antagonistic and you go oh, this is an evil ranger. And yeah. so it can really throw you for a loop when he starts working with them and eventually becomes their ally. Yeah, and you know, I really, yeah, it's very important to touch on Eric here because he, he's so interesting compared to what we've had so far because he's just kind of a dick. He's not evil. He's like a good dude at heart and he wants to do the right thing, but he's just rude. And doesn't like the Power Rangers. You know what? That's cool. That's a cool concept. I think he's 100% justified because um, he's poor. He says, eat the rich. That's also true, yeah. All he knows from his perspective is this fuckboy named Wes comes around who's been given everything in his life, who got bought into a school that he Eric had to work to get into mm-hmm. and he's trying to be friendly with him and stuff. And he's like, no, 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 look, I don't fucking like you, dude. You, <laughs> you, you've had no struggles in your life. You and me, we're not anything alike. You can't just come over here and expect to buy my friendship too. Like, that's the one thing I'm going to make sure you don't get. Yeah. I love all those flashbacks where like, um, Wes will be trying to invite, eric to something and one of the other obnoxious rich people is like no we don't want him there and eric just walks away and wes is like but like i'm trying to be friends with him and it's like i can't blame eric i can't blame wes because he's really trying to be a good dude that's a true tragedy where you can't fully blame one side or the other like that's yeah that's good writing power rangers that's good writing it's great writing But yeah, uh, having having an antagonist kind of who's not evil and just has a bit of a grudge against one of the rangers and doesn't really like the other rangers because he views his organization as the proper way to protect uh, uh, what was the name of the city on this one? I I like abruptly blanked on it. It was in my head two minutes ago. Time force. <laughs> I also had looked up all of the cities just to write trivia questions, and now I've forgotten that one. <laughs> Millennium City? That uh, didn't right? That no, didn't sound that's, right. That's the organization of Time Force. My fault. Okay. Where the fuck are they? <laughs> it Was it Silver City? Silver Hills. Silver, okay. Okay. As soon as yep. you said Silver, that reminded me. Okay, yeah. So he views his organization as like the proper way to protect that, and so he's kind of annoyed with the Rangers, and he's got this like ultimate power that he found, and he's earned it because he's cool. 
and they did they just did really good at like a somewhat antagonistic character who's not evil and that that's a kind of a first for the series thus far in the uh, in our watch through yes i i agree um yeah there was no brainwashing or anything he's just he's just rude there's, there's <laughs> just meat is all it is yep um all right so yeah let's let's talk about the the story since we've already kind of transitioned into <sighs> stories episode one of power rangers time force <laughs> is tied for the episode one that's going to get the most amount of people hooked on this series immediately yeah that's probably yeah i could see that it's it's time force and it's rpm and maybe is that the reason why that i mean no so they both have staying power it's not like they upgrade episode ones and then fall off but um I just noticed that both of my favorite Power Rangers series both have the best episode ones. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Because for I wonder RPM, what I would rank as the best episode one. Well, for me, for RPM, the reason that that's one of the best ones is because there's almost no Power Rangers in it until the last <laughs> one. And so you're yeah. in this like um, action movie post-apocalypse <laughs> where you're following these guys trying to survive and it gets you hooked on their character interactions and at the very end you're slapped in the face with by the way this is a power ranger show mm-hmm. and you're just like wait that is cool that's a cool way to do it side. and um and it leaves you wanting more for that um but with time force um you might be is it because it opens with the super cool future stuff no, the future stuff isn't really that futuristic. What it opens up with is a mur- is a fucking villain murdering a Power Ranger. Yeah. Dude explodes. Yeah. He's dead. Asterisk. Asterisk. <laughs> Time travel is dead, so you know. But- yeah, this is the... Is this the second time we've killed a Power Ranger? We killed the pink... Yeah, we uh, killed him Galaxy Ranger. This, yeah. technically technically this isn't the same thing because they didn't just power a friendship someone back from the great beyond she was a fucking ghost you could see through her I hate that shit but yeah. uh, but it, it was literally that they created a new timeline where he wasn't yeah. so they did That's a butterfly pretty cool. effect which, yeah, but so so he 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 died. He, yeah, he, they he they killed the Power Ranger in the first episode of this of this series. Yeah, I accept that way more, especially because it is a series about time travel, and they yeah. they, they really barely do anything with the actual time travel. Um, but, but yeah, what's really funny is that in the in the opening credits, there's a whole bunch of scenes of them doing time travel-y looking things. Yeah, they go and, through, like, dinosaur era, and they see the creation of the Sphinx and everything, but they don't really do that. Well, but, but what's really funny is in the is in the opening credits, there's a scene where they're all in, there's, like, samurai uniforms, and then there's, like, uh, a Chinese ninja film, and there's, like, them in cowboy uniforms, like, in the Old West, and then it turns out that oh. all of those scenes happen in the same episode when they get sent into, like, a movie dimension. And it has nothing to do with time travel at all. And I was, I was like, I had forgotten that. 
I was like, why did you put all this in the opening to make me think this show was riddled with time travel? They baited you like crazy, bro. <laughs> well, no, see, I, I forgot those scenes because that's in the version two of the opening. Okay. It's not in the version one, which is normally what you see when you rewatch the openings on like YouTube or whatever. Okay, that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> yeah, for anyone who's not aware, uh, normally after adding cast members like Sixth Rangers... There's usually a version two of a Power Rangers opening, hmm. uh, so uh, they'll they'll like change the speed at which they show the five main uh, Rangers because they have to speed it up a little in order to fit in the uh, sixth Ranger. And while they're at it, they'll change some of the footage to be more hype. Or a lot of times. They'll replace the final shot of the Megazord with whatever the newer Megazord they got in the series is. Yeah. I think actually um, in Time Force, the version one of the opening, correct me if I'm wrong, shows their original Megazord, but the version two shows the moon shadow. Is that it? Uh, that sounds right. I think that's true. Is that, wait, that Megazord is from Time Force, right? Or am I tripping? I, I'm like 80% sure you're right. Uh, it's now been about a month since I speed ran that entire series. Shadow Winger, that's it. <clears throat> okay, it was close. You were very close. Well, <laughs> I thought Moon Shadow because it's in front of the moon with it. Yeah. Oh wait, Moon Shadow was one of my characters. Duh. That. Ah, uh, okay. I had a whole like legacy hero thing where there was a a Japanese immigrant who came to America and his original like. He was originally a villain. His name was um uh shit, what is it? Uh <laughs> uh fuck, why can't I think of the Japanese word for moon? I don't know. Uh he, he was his name was Sukikage. Ah, uh, okay. And he accidentally like did a heroic thing while in America. And so <laughs> people assumed he was a hero because he wasn't well known as a villain. And so he mm. just named the Moon Shadow, and then he had a daughter who uh, her name was Nightshade, and then her son is the third generation Shadow Hero named Dusk. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that has nothing to do with Power Rangers, uh, but <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're in the year three thousand. Crime is all but eliminated because they've taken to changing how they jail criminals they no longer mm. put them in cells they turn them into action figures yep you are completely immobile and it's like at that point why even keep them alive you're not letting them live yeah if you're if you're never going to let them out of this state <laughs> uh it's definitely more secure but the death penalty works just as well <laughs> yeah um, if you're, if you're, I mean, I'm not saying the death penalty is the way to go, especially with how corrupt our fucking government is. I'm just yep. saying, if you're not caring about the sanctity of life that far, you might as well. Just... Yeah, it's like I'm just saying, if we're if we're already living in a world where you are turning any criminal of presumably almost any severity into an immobilized action figure forever, yeah. just kill him. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, kinder. It, honestly, yeah, because <laughs> uh, we don't even know if they have any like consciousness in there. We need <clears throat> a statement post <laughs> always 
about whether or not any of those rangers could see or hear or think mm. while they were in that form because they did this, Rita did the same thing. Um, oh yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so crime has been all but eliminated. The last villain is Rancic. Rancic is one of the hardest villains in all of Power Rangers. <laughs> so he's he's a mute. His body is slowly becoming more and more mutated. It's like mm-hmm. healthy. It's very scary. But he. It's a good effect for for two thousand Power Rangers. Yeah, one of the effects of his mutation is that. You know how Wolverine has um, the knuckle bones that come out and they take mm-hmm. the of blades? Yeah. Um, because he's got an entire metal skeleton. So what was originally bone claws is now basically daggers coming out of his mm-hmm. fists. Um, or I guess more like machetes, but you, you know what I mean. Um, mm. I guess all of his body are just blades? I guess? Which would frankly turned me into a villain too i would get pissed off if every time i moved i i felt blades shifting around inside of me yeah because he can pull those out of anywhere yeah he just like, like pulling him out of his shoulder just, like, and his knee and his arm and fist, he fist pounds a part of his body and a bone pops out and he grabs it and oh, he Jesus. pulls out a full sword <laughs> it's gruesome there's there's a man in Naruto, which I know you know jack shit about. Yeah. <laughs> who is one of my favorite characters in the series. He's very short-lived. His name is Kimimaro. And okay. he has a Keike Genkai, which is like a, a bloodline trait power. It's unique to people of their clan. And uh, the Kaguya clan's Keike Genkai is bone manipulation. He hmm. does largely the same thing. He can pull out well, but they're not metallic. They're just bones, but he can make his bones ah. stronger than steel by increasing their density. Um, Interesting. Like, at one point, someone went to punch him in the chest, and his ribs popped out, uh, and they had to, like, pull their fist back real quick, because they were going to skewer their arm on his razor-sharp ribs. That's um, gruesome. Uh, he's he's pulled out his whole spine and made it into a whip sword. Oh, my God. Um, I'm like, I'm trying to process the things you're telling me. <laughs> One of his moves is called Digital Shrapnel, where he, like, he holds, oh like, holds his arm up, like, next yeah. to him, and then he, like, swings it forward, and the finger joints at mm-hmm. the tops of his fingers shoot out as bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a disturbing uh, power. He's so fucking cool, though, because if you think about it, the fact that he's able to pull out his spine and continue standing upright means he immediately generates a new spine, right? So anytime you attack him, if you're attacking him with moves intended to break his bones, I have bad news for you. He can just pull out the broken bone and immediately grow a new one. So he's got, like, crazy bone regeneration as well. Also, the fact that he can make his bones denser than steel means if you do hit him, good luck hurting him. Like, yeah. if you bruise him, you're not damaging his bone. I guess Rancic must also have bone regeneration because he, he with the number of times he does it, yeah, uh, he, he should collapse unless he's instantly regenerating those. Exactly. Um, 
Yeah. So anyway, I, I just want to point out that uh, bone manipulation is a sick fucking power. Both it's <laughs> like, it's gruesome, but it's also like the nineties way of sick. Like, yo, that's yeah, sick fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah, which is how I typically use that word. Um, <laughs> uh, hang on, I gotta do a time check. Uh, I got a time for time for uh, seven and a half minutes. All right. Okay. So, oh, they cap us at forty. I thought it was forty-five. Okay. Yeah. Zoom those fucking cocks. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah. Uh, okay, so Rancic has a small band of, of, you know, he's got his posse, right? The same way that yeah. had her group, and uh, everyone has their own group of henchmen. So, one of his henchmen is his daughter, who yeah. I swear, every time I see her, she looks like, uh. A vanilla strawberry ice cream cone. Oh shit, she does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's seen the character I'm talking about should not question what I just said. You should know. Yeah, when she's is. when she's in like the full armor and stuff, and she's got mm-hmm. the pink at the yeah. And her hair yeah. is pulled up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Never looking at her the same way again. <laughs> um. <laughs> But they, I guess for whatever reason, Time Force was like, we're good with one Power Ranger. Like, I understand you only got the one villain team left in the world. But why not just have a full team of Power Rangers? Wouldn't that help you in apprehending Rancid more quickly? You'd think. They didn't. They just gave it to was Alex, um, who... Who had just proposed to uh, Jen? Yeah, and um, and she accepted. So they were engaged. They were going to get yeah. And then those, I liked that the that the ring box was clear. That was just another one of those odd futurisms. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Kind of yeah. cool looking. Um, and then have you ever seen the movie The One? No. So it's a Jet Li movie, and that's it's a two thousand one movie about the multiverse. So it long predates uh, the current multiverse trend. Oh, okay. I saw I saw a trailer for it very recently because um, so uh, I don't know if you know anything about the Alamo Draft House uh, uh, theater chain, but if you show up to the movie a little early, they show you a bunch of like tangentially related old things, which is kind of funny. So I went to see The Flash there, mm-hmm. and showed up early and so they were showing like old multiverse movies or old cloning movies <laughs> just in trailers uh and that was one of them yeah um the one is really good um but there's a scene in it where the villainous jet lee is like about to be executed he's like for, for whatever reason it's um it's like a publicly available like you know how you know how trials can be witnessed by the public? Mm-hmm. I guess so can executions for them. Yeah, okay. Um, and there's this girl that's in the audience who's just sort of like smirking and she's like got the sunglasses and a black trench coat and everything. And, As one does. And she has clearly set some kind of explosive. And so they're like, Gabriel Ulaw, <laughs> are you ready? And he just looks at the guy and goes, are you? And she like <laughs> flicks her finger up 
and then the sort of disturbed uh, the disturbed starts playing and goes like oh and then things start blowing up oh my god that's <laughs> hardcore it is it's so <laughs> um but that it, a similar thing happens in time force where she she busts Rancic out by dressing as a civilian. Though, again, she's got bright pink hair. I don't know how people didn't go, hey, hold on a second! <laughs> um, but yeah, so she breaks Rancic out. They decide that they're going to steal a time ship. Alex gets in their way, and... He fucking dies. And he fucking dies. And Jen swears. <laughs> we cannot stress this enough. <laughs> Episode one, the Red Ranger dies. Oh, man. And it's like, clearly, they've been a team for a while. This isn't like just a random agent. Like, this is the leader of this team. Yep. And uh, the fiance of really our POV character for a long time. Yeah. And Jen swears unholy vengeance on that bastard man. Ransom. Oh, yes. Um, like, sh- when I talk about drama and intensity, she's like, I will never stop hunting to the ends of the earth until I bring you back. I'm like, holy mm. shit. I feel like I'm watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, like, she's going to kill this guy. Yeah. And she's, and she's going to do it violently. Yeah. No, it's like I've never been so afraid of a thing, <laughs> and also turned on. <laughs> yeah, <It's> like, <laughs> I'm scared. Why is this doing something to me? Like, I can't. I can't argue with you. <laughs> Every time you see her like training with her like anger on, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and she's like wearing the the black sports bra and everything. You're just like, oh fuck, okay. Mm-hmm. Um. I know it's a specific scene you're talking about. <laughs> and I had the same thought. I want to remind everyone, I have not rewatched Time Force. It's just <laughs> that specific look is just, burned into my brain. That moment just lives in your head. It really does. Um, and, but <laughs> Rancic succeeds and he gets a time ship and he decides to go into an era where criminals ran rampant and they could just party it up and our government was completely fucking useless and incompetent and oftentimes mm-hmm. themselves so they go to 2016 oops i mean they go to 2001 <laughs> you got me <laughs> get in uh yeah but uh i mean it's not that far off it's obviously kind of the same deal bush did it's not- all the same from their perspective it's all the same Bush did 9-11, so criminality in 2004. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess this was the... Do you remember that, like, um, review of Turning Red where the complaint was that they didn't mention 9-11 once in Turning Yes, I remember that. Oh, that right, was stupid. isn't realistic because they don't mention 9-11 once in 2000. <laughs> yep. Um... <laughs> what I'm saying is movie reviewers can suck shit. Anyway, uh, mm-hmm. we got less than a minute, so when we come back, we're going to talk more about uh, how the Power Rangers start acclimatizing themselves to 2001, how Wes gets into it, and other cool shit that we think. And is- how this series is woke. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> a black one? I don't know where exactly I'm off there. The what? 
I don't know where exactly I cut off there. <laughs> the word black. <laughs> I was trying to say a black woman in Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, that was part of it. The, there actually is a specific episode that I was that I was uh, referred to uh, where yeah, I have to know now. What are you talking about? Th- there's an episode where we meet a mutant who isn't evil. And Eric and the police force are hell-bent on killing it anyway. <laughs> and there's a scene where Trip... We love our Green Rangers. We di- I love we discovered last time that the Green Ranger is always the sleeper hit. It is. Um, and, and Trip gives an impassioned speech about how you don't hate him because he's bad. You just hate him because he's different from you. And, yeah. and, he, and he's giving this deeply passionate speech. And he says, so if you want to destroy him, you're going to have to destroy me too. And it was the coolest thing. I was like, that is cool. And if that were today, the people who hate the lesbian arranger would call this woke if this scene were in a modern episode. Lesbian ranger. What? You mean Becky G's Trini? There there's a there's a there's a, a lesbian character in the current season. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And and a bunch of people were like, "That's that's woke. You have shoved your woke identity politics." And I'm like, "You would have said that." They're about literally, this they're literally rainbow colored multi ethnic. <laughs> what the fuck did you? The think rainbow was? is embedded in the DNA of the show. <laughs> it, it's woke. My yeah. So God. so that I loved that episode, and I was like, if that episode aired today. A bunch of people would call it woke and say they're done with Power Rangers. Good, fuck them. We don't need them. Yep. You know what? I hope they're done with breathing too. I hope oxygen becomes woke to them. <laughs> Fucking lemmings. Um. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I do. And what's funny is that Time Force isn't even the first uh, Power Rangers to do that. Um, yeah. I want to say it was in space that had the episode with the bee. Oh yeah, yeah, they did that. Yeah, the literally their whole like not all monsters are evil shtick. Yeah, um, uh, and I just thought th- I guess this one was particularly cool because you have Eric being so angry about it that Trip is trying to stop him from killing this mutant, um, and it was done really well. Yeah, I really loved. I really loved that episode. I guess Eric would be a conservative, wouldn't he? Yeah. It's he gets better. Yeah. He 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 improves his his worldview, but yeah, very being very angry at the at the the people above him partly because of the, the you know, using his own the, yeah, the, he's a very pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of character who hates anyone who didn't. Yeah. Um it, it's just weird to me that so many people who put so much value and emphasis on pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, the idea that you have to earn what you get in this world, mm-hmm. side with like the police, a group that very much does <laughs> not earn their goodwill um, and is given all these high grade um, weaponry to overpower everyone else, or they side with billionaires, people who, statistically speaking, didn't pull themselves up by their bootstraps and earned money through inheritance. Um, yeah. Like, and the funniest thing to me is that that phrase originated as a satirical comment on how stupid that mentality would be. Yep. 
Because <laughs> it's not possible. Because have you ever tried pulling somebody up by their fucking shoes? Yeah, it's like you literally can't pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. <laughs> that's not it's not it's works. not how physics works. <laughs> yeah, it was originally a satirical uh thing and then and then uh people who don't understand satire decided that it was their identity. I hate um, the way that language sorry, that language gets misused. Mm-hmm. Uh, completely fucks over the original point of something. Whenever I try and Yeah, talk, like woke. This is why I keep bringing yeah, up the word. Well, like, one of the things that really bothers me is, okay, Blue Trauma Dump Hour. Okay. I I have not had a good relationship with my family. Yeah. There are a couple of family members that I love dearly, but most of my family, I've either straight up hated um, or been kind of indifferent about, and... Uh, as a result, I always put a stronger focus on friendship. Mm. And a, a lot of times if I'm like, yeah, my family's terrible. I'm always met with somebody who's got a fucking joke. Your family's always there for you, bro. You know, at the end of the day, <laughs> the only people that you can trust. I mean, you were born in this world together. Uh, and, and so like, they, they got you blood is thicker than water, bro. No, blood is thicker than water. Did you know that blood is thicker than water? Hey, motherfucker, did you know that you're misusing that phrase? The blood <laughs> covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. That is the full thing, which is to yeah. say that the choices you make, the relationships you garner and you cultivate of your own choices, those hold more value than relationships you are forced into based on the circumstances of your birth. Yeah, that might be one of my favorite all-time examples of misusing something that was deliberately designed to disprove a point. Because it's meant to be the exact fucking opposite of what people use it as. Mm-hmm. It's so infuriating. Um, and, and okay, so, I'm sorry, I just yesterday watched a reactor react to Remember the Titans, and I fucking adore that movie, and so I've mm-hmm. got it on the brain. But, like, if you want to take it the other way, the idea that people whose circumstances of birth that you share are more important to you than the people that you want to be friends with. Isn't that just advocating for racism? Pretty much. You're, you're saying, oh, well, you may not be my family, but hey, you're white like me. We should <laughs> Yeah. Because we share a circumstance of birth. And, and that just promotes people segregating themselves into uh, almost cliques, but instead of being sorted by lifestyle, you're sorted by like uh, bigotry shit. Um, yeah. You know, oh, you, you were born disabled, so you have to sit at the disabled table, or oh... Mm. You're born with, I don't know, fucking curly hair. You got to sit the curly hair. <laughs> fucking little orphan Annie looking bitch. Yeah, um, you could draw the line on any trait and it's always a mistake. Yeah. And the thing, so so I see some people that seem to have a truly terrible misunderstanding of what constitutes bigotry. They, they think that it's okay to be incredibly judgmental of people 
over the dumbest shit. I have, I, I feel like I, if anybody who is like, I don't like that you like this art or this show. And so I'm going to commit a hate crime on you or something. Like, <laughs> I need you to understand what bigotry is. It is when you are acting judgmental of someone based on circumstances they cannot control. Yeah. Largely circumstances they were born with. If you're yeah. hitting someone because they always show up to the potluck and don't bring any food and eat everyone else's food, <laughs> then you're okay to hate that person because they're being a dick. Have you, have you seen someone like apply the word bigotry to, to like mundane situations like that? Yeah, I, I've seen people. Oh God, like, I've seen people do something shitty, right? And then a second party will call them out on their shittiness, and then the first party will be like, "I'm literally neurodivergent and a minor," and it's like, "Is that what we were talking about?" Or they'll be like, hmm. uh, "You're you're being so hateful to me, you know? Like you're a terrible person for hating me. I'm hating you for shit that you're doing, motherfucker. I'm not hating yeah. you for who you are." Yep. Um, because it, yeah, okay, that. I have seen that happen, uh, particularly both for and against the uh, the the Snyderness of everything. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter which side the attack is coming from, but someone will say something really shitty about the other one for either being really stupid for liking the Snyder movies or being really stupid for disliking the Snyder movies. And the person being attacked will go, "Well, I'm gay, so you hate gay people, huh?" That's it's not so- how that works. It's like, yeah, they they were probably wrong to call you stupid. That was rude, but this is not this is not the issue you think it is. If they weren't going after you specifically over your gayness, yeah, not being bigoted. Um, (laughs) And and to be clear, because a lot of people are very much like bigots can suck shit and die, right? Like Mm. punch a Nazi in the face, that whole mentality, right? Like bigots don't deserve the same. level of kindness that you typically give to the rest of society um Mm -hmm. so as a result there's some people that try to make people out to be bigots so that they can treat them like absolute garbage when they don't deserve that um a good example talking about the snyder stuff that you're talking about i fucking hate Zack snyder i think he's a cancer to the dc movies (laughs) but you know what i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna make fun of his fucking kid yeah, that is out of pocket, and if you and, and you're probably and you're probably also not going to make him out to be a bigot. No, unless I see him doing bigoted shit. I'm not yeah, and there's there's a lot of people who are like he's a he's a MAGA fascist bigot. And I'm like, not from what <laughs> I can tell. It's funny because they do the same shit to James Gunn too. Yes, they've started <laughs> saying that he's a MAGA supporter or whatever. Yeah, and it's like you're you're doing it so that you can justify hating them, and it's mm-hmm. like. If you want to hate them for making movies you don't like, go ahead. I yeah, mean, I, I don't need I'll justification. Be a, I'll be a bit annoyed, but... You can... I don't need justification. I will be a Zack Snyder hater because I think his movies are... <laughs> I don't need a better reason than that. Fuck you. I don't <laughs> like his movies. Yeah. So, so, but at least I'm being real about it. I'm not spitting lies and tall tales and trying to, like, fucking dox this dude and make fun yeah, of him. I th- <laughs> I think people have largely forgotten that just disliking a thing is an option. Yeah, you can just dislike something. <laughs> You're a human being. You don't need to be a fucking saint who 
is over here Mother Teresa-ing every shitty person and opinion that you see and be like, oh, but I love you anyway. And you need like a yeah. really good excuse to hate someone. You can just be a hater. Yeah, it's like, uh, they're like, like the people who don't like the MCU who also like constantly will come out of the word work every time something comes out to, to shit on it and to shit on the people watching it and to shit on the people who have ever said a good thing about it. It's like, no, you, calm down. You, just just go ahead and dislike it and just, leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. You can just not like it and not watch it and never have to fucking think about it again. You don't yeah. have to go out of your way to interact with these people. Yeah. Um, I think people forgot that that's an option at some point. Yeah, because... Um, uh, and I've seen people try to excuse it as like, well, it's killing cinema. It's not. Guess what? I'm sorry to tell you, cinema was already long fucking dead. <laughs> Why do you think every movie these days is a remake? Why do you think all the artsy-fartsy films get no attention? It's because the Hollywood studios don't want to invest money in their advertisement. It's yeah. not because there's a successful superhero movie genre that artsy movies are going down. It's because Hollywood is the type of organization to find something that makes money and put all their eggs in that basket and continue to ignore the artsy genre. Yeah, and there's also, also people who are like, well, the big, the big budget blockbusters are getting all of the attention nowadays. It's like, yeah, that started 45 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that's been since like the 80s. Yeah. That predates me, so. <laughs> Hang on. No recording, buddy. Okay. Power Rangers. Yeah, Power Rangers. <laughs> so we're in we're in uh we're in present day and, and we meet Wes, who oh, up to up wait, to this wait, point. Wait, 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 we we should back up a little bit. So Rancid yeah. got the time ship and yeah. um Jen decided to follow him in their own time ship, but uh, also, I should point out the method of time travel in this is ridiculous. Uh, they have yeah, a they gate. have a mega sword. Punch it. They have a time gate, and you think, oh, you go through the time gate. Well, apparently, they have to go a certain speed. Oh, so they have like a rocket ship. Mm. No, it's kind of just a ship on a track. Okay, well then, how do they get like mm. over the track and go through the gate? They have a mega sword specifically standing there just to punch the ship. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. I love it. It's I love it. It's so camp. It's so fun. Um, they and they crash their time ship, but um, so they're stranded in the past, but they can maintain communications with the future, which I don't know. I guess and and uh, they can that did always confuse me. And also, they can send the Megazords to them at any time from yeah. the future. So why are they <laughs> stranded there? Why are they stuck? Because they literally don't. Get, you know how most Megazords are either like. They they're they're in some hidden base like how the T Rex Megazord or, or the T Rex uh, dinosaur was in a volcano or whatever. Yeah, it's always some like hidden place where you're not gonna think to look for it. Yeah, or or they're in like fake skyscrapers that unfold and shoot out the fucking sword. Um, yeah, or they're like holographically disguised as something else yeah. or whatever. Well, this time they're just in the future. Yeah, and they just shoot them through time to them uh, which is yeah. cool but again it breaks the narrative of you're stuck in the past um mm -hmm. so it, 
unless I don't know, is it that transmissions and robots can survive the travel like humans couldn't? I don't know. Maybe. Um, but she she brings the chronomorphers with her. Um, the blue, green, yellow, and pink chronomorphers, and mm -hmm. they all put them on. And she's like, "We're gonna kill that motherfucker." And they get there, and they try to morph upon finding their sick in the past, and they can't. Um, mm -hmm. So the chronomorphers, the reason the morphing sequence of Time Force always shows a strain of DNA, they are DNA locked to their user. Yeah. And now that they've put them all on, uh, they are locked to them, but they're not activating because the chronomorphers have an additional security measure, which is if the Red Ranger is non-functional, if the Red Morpher is non-functional, then the other morphers are also non-functional. They're on a network. Mm -hmm. And because Alex died, they need a new Red Ranger, which mm -hmm. makes sense, right? Because if you're going to have one Ranger, that person is by default going to be the Red Ranger. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so it makes sense why that one would be like the Master Key. So they're like, well, then we're fucked because Alex is dead and it was DNA locked to him. And they start just trying to find fight Rancic and all of them regularly. And we see some serious mo uh, motorcycle rider with a helmet. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's curiously on looking about what's going on. And at one point, Jen gets flung through the air and he leaps through the air to catch her. Yep. Um, and she's like, oh, thank you. And he takes off his helmet and he's like, what the fuck is going on? And in a great shot, I remember this shot, the camera work, it's a hard zoom in on her face. And she like covers her mouth. Yeah. And the camera slowly swivels around to show from like behind her head, like her point of view. And we see Alex's actor is there, but he's looking a lot happier and um, he's got like a less military cut and everything. And this is Wes. He is the ancestor of Alex. Mm -hmm. um, and okay. I want to point out, this is not how DNA works. <laughs> yeah, not that wouldn't be nearly close enough. If you are a thousand years removed from someone, you've had so many other pieces of DNA from other families intermingle into your genetics that the the match would it would not be anywhere close. A thousand years what what's a generation? Like 20 years, right? So that's like 50 generations. Yeah. <laughs> so that's far. So you you've had like fifty other people's DNA intermingled with you. Like if, if there's a crime scene, and the DNA of somebody is on the crime scene, and then fifty other people's DNA gets splotched all over the same area, mm -hmm. we're not reading the person's DNA. It's yeah. Not happening. Um, but whatever. It's pirates. We'll get over it. Uh, a, a robot punches them into the past. We'll just deal with it. Um, so they give the red morpher to Wes, and he morphs, and that unlocks the morphers for the others. And yep. so they do the time for time force, time force, time force, and it's really cool. Um, also, again, I just giving credence to my Jin is the leader. She's the first one to morph. Yeah, that's that's a hell of a cool shot too that she initiates that. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, in the actual morphing sequence, she's the first one. Oh, and yeah. West is the third one. Who was second? I can't remember. Okay. I just noticed where those two were placed in the morphing. Okay, sequence. that's interesting. I'm surprised that he was third. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and uh, so they fight. It's a Power Rangers fight. It goes good. They drive the villains away. Wes is like, wow, that was awesome. And she like very forcibly yanks his wrist and takes the morpher. And she's like, yeah, we don't actually want you. We just need you to unlock these. Bye. Mm-hmm. The others are like, oh, come on, Jen. That was kind of shitty. And she's like, we are here to do a job. We are not here to make friends. <laughs> he is not trained to deal with the shit that we're trained to deal with. Fair enough. Um, and then we start seeing from West's perspective. He's a rich guy. He has zero interest in being rich. Mm-hmm. I really like that, that he's this, just, he, he is what would otherwise be a stereotypical rich asshole, but he's like, he's just not vibing with this. He doesn't like this life. And I think that's kind of cool. He's a chill dude. He just wants to hang out and have a good time. And uh, one of the things that he hates, and this ties into the central theme of Time Force, it's not necessarily that he's being given everything, but he hates that his destiny is being laid out for him. He is not the type to travel down a well-worn road. He does not like that his dad is like, you can work this job, it'll be easy, it'll make you a lot of money, and then you can Mm -hmm. marry this person, and then you can fucking die in this coffin, and he's like, I don't want my entire life planned out for me. I like the surprise and the chaotic nature of life. I I want to live. I don't want to just follow an itinerary. And, and the central theme of Time Force is choosing your destiny. It, it is not following... Yeah. What, whether you want to call it God's plan or destiny or um, whatever... The choices you make shouldn't be subject to what you're quote unquote supposed to do. Yeah. And and that folds right into the whole plot and the whole ending of it. It does. Because throughout the entire series, as it goes on, they they actually start to affect uh time. Like we start seeing time portals open up in the sky because yeah. They're altering the timeline too much as it goes on. And they're being told constantly, you can't alter the timeline. You can't alter the timeline. This is supposed to happen. You cannot make more changes, which is really fucking hypocritical coming from a guy who was resurrected thanks to the butterfly effect. Um, but but because he was resurrected by the butterfly effect, that actually is also at the same time a good instance of like, well, would he be giving us this much grief if he was still dead? Like, so... He kind of is a living example that we're making stuff harder for ourselves. So he's not necessarily wrong. But in the end, um, the the like the big climactic ending is that the others all get back to the future. And Wes is in a big battle by himself in the past. And in the future, they're about to have their minds wiped so that they have no memory of the past. And they're told that History says Wes dies in that fight. Yeah. And they're getting in the memory machine 
because they're all upset about that. And he's like, you just get in the memory pod and you, you won't remember that. Yeah, you'll there. you'll forget the whole thing. Don't worry about it. And as it's about to turn on, Jenny goes, no, I can't do this. I don't want to forget Wes. And mm-hmm. I should point out throughout this entire series, she's kept that ring on, right? And Yeah. And she, uh, even though Alex has changed in his personality, he's much uh, crueler. Not crueler. He's 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 gotten cold though. The hard ass. Yeah. Uh, she she still kept that ring on. She's like, maybe the Alex I fell in love with is still in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's at this point he's like, you know, time can't be changed. He has to die. That is his future. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> How old is Wes? Does he already have a kid? <laughs> it's an interesting thought. Because wait, how can he be the ancestor if he's supposed to die in that battle? You would have created a time paradox, you fucking fool. Yeah, and also, Alex, you're alive because of time changes. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. Uh, maybe that's why he's so angsty and angry is because he simultaneously is alive but feels he shouldn't be. That could be. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah. If if Alex doesn't bone down and have a child, then that ancestry doesn't start. And then the person <laughs> who left Alex to his death shouldn't exist. So then Alex shouldn't have been left to his death. Yeah, that's a time paradox, bro. Yeah. Also... This this guy is the best actor thus far. Like I know I said it earlier, but like thus far in the series, playing these two vastly divergent roles. Yeah, he, this is the best actor we've had so far. Also, like there's an episode where uh, Wes Wes's dad is dying, and they did really good because Alex winds up saving him. Um, Alex brings future technology to save Wes's dad in a moment of like. Okay, I'll I'll give you this one, um, which is pretty cool. So of course the the dad thinks he saw Wes do something, which is cool. But there's the scene where Wes comes into the hospital, and his dad's no longer in the hospital bed, and he, based on the prognosis they had received like the day prior. Oh, and Alex telling Wes your dad dies in the morning because of the time stuff. Um, that Wes shows up and just assumes that his father is dead. And he, like, leans on the hospital bed and just breaks down. And it's, like, the best acting moment so far on Power Rangers. I was really impressed with it. Time Force is so fucking powerful, dude. It's um, great. But, um, yeah, so in, in that moment where she realizes she doesn't agree with him at a base level in this ideology, she takes off her engagement ring, hands it to him. Yeah. And he, that's all that he needs to hear. He doesn't need to hear her say anything. He understands and he like steps aside and they all go back to the time ship. And yeah, they go back in the past. And uh, I should say before they show up, um, Wes and Eric are fighting together. And, and it's so cool. And what's great. It's so cathartic. Uh, again, tying back to the I'm not letting destiny the circumstances of our birth the way our lives were expected to go dictate what our relationship is going to be dictate what our choices are again it ties into that central theme it ties back into the idea of eric originally not liking west because they had nothing in common the Mm -hmm. 
they're they're fighting together, they're bleeding together, they demorph together, they hide together. And yeah, and they were doing they were doing great at making them look just beaten down. Yeah, they're still going. West, and the camaraderie of that moment got me to tear up a little bit. It's West, perfect. Wes is like trying to talk to him, and he's like, "Man, get the fuck off me. We're not friends." Hmm. And and he's like, "Why are you always acting this way? I'm only ever trying to be nice to you." And he yeah. explodes, and he's like, "It's because you got everything, and I got nothing. You know, we hmm. have nothing in common. I don't know you. I don't want to know you. There is nothing connecting us." And and Wes does the coolest thing. He goes, "No." And he grabs both of their wrists, and he's like, "We shared this. All yeah. right, everything that came before this moment that doesn't matter right now. Right now, this fight, this job, this is ours to share. This is what connects us. We are both Power Rangers, Eric. And I'm not going to let you just continue ignoring me. We need to work together, or we're going to die. And yeah, and it's like you see that Eric goes through these stages of like shock." Mm-hmm. reluctance but then acceptance um and and they do the fucking um dylan you son of a bitch <laughs> uh, and they get back out there fighting and now the others from the future show up to help them and so they survive the battle it's all very cool um eric has been what they're called the silver guardians right yeah so is okay are they a private security force for Silver Hills? Because I, I think so. I think that's true. I don't because like they that, but... because they are cl- they are clearly owned by Wes's dad's company. Well, dystopian implications aside, <laughs> yes, it's 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 not great. He's he's not just a cop, but a private cop, which is a little disturbing. But at least he's cool. Yeah. So Wes, yeah, Wes um decides to join the Silver Guardians, but he's going to get in on his own merit. He's not going to get bought in. So he has mm-hmm. to go through all the training and everything. Um, and Eric respects that. Uh, it's very cool. Uh, I I'm fairly certain that as the future Rangers go to leave for the future, correct me if I'm wrong. Jen and Wes do kiss, right? I'm almost completely sure. I have that image in my head. I think they, I think you're right. Either they do kiss, or they're very clearly supposed to kiss and didn't because of Fox Kids or whatever. But, yeah, it was something like that. It, but, yeah, it was either a kiss or the 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 we can't show a kiss version yeah, of a kiss. There was clear. There was clear romance. Is the point? Yeah, and and so that makes it more tragic that they're separated by a thousand years. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's a very cool ending. It's like we have a brand new future. We can make our lives what we want to make it. We, we should we should probably tag on before we get into the the proper ending that tying back into the theme of you don't have to be what the story so far told oh, you. Oh yeah, Rancic is Rancic. <laughs> is this is like the first time that we haven't just like super killed the villain or or managed to banish the villain into a different dimension or some shit yeah so as we, the story has gone on Rancic has gotten more and more radicalized he's become more and more people yeah. and uh trying to just murder everyone and this time um his but his daughter, daughter his daughter <laughs> felt that she was going to that he was going too far and she actually started to learn the sanctity of human life um especially at one point when 
uh, the baby. A, a woman handed her her baby. Yeah. Uh, and so she was like taking care of this child. Yeah. And, and there's that moment where she's talking to Rancic and she's saying, how could you hate something this beautiful? Yeah. And it was just like, Jesus, dude, the, the emotional <laughs> impact of this series. And so in the battle, he's going absolutely fucking crazy and he winds up hitting her. Yeah. And in that moment, he just stops. Mm. And uh, the, the Power Rangers are still poised up to keep fighting him. And he just like is looking at her and he realizes what his hatred has started to do to him to her to his family and he surrenders yeah he's like i'm done i'm beautiful never meant for this just beautiful he chooses over what power rangers typically says his character should be his ending should be he in fact becomes a a good guy because i i gotta tell you the crossover between time force and wild force it's one of my favorite episodes, by the way. I love that episode. We get Spec Ops Gen. <laughs> we, we get... I'm so excited to talk about that on our next episode for Power Rangers. Uh, we get good guy Rancic. Yeah. Rancic as an ally, absolutely terrifying for his Because yeah. <laughs> he is a mo- he's the only villain up until this point that successfully murdered a Red Ranger. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. dude has some clout. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And not even any Red Ranger. A Red Ranger from so far in the future that the criminal element is almost completely eradicated. He killed that Red Ranger. Yeah, he's he's ludicrously powerful and 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 ruthless if if you're his target. It was six on one and they still didn't beat him. He surrendered. Yeah. He he yeah he beat himself by by realizing that he was wrong and it's like the, both the ruthless power and the capacity for emotional growth makes him one of the coolest villains in the whole franchise. If you watch Power Rangers and Time Force is not in your like top three series, I yeah. do not trust you. <laughs> I do not. Because how could you look at this masterpiece of a season and be like, uh, it was okay, when you morphed yeah. better. No, the fuck it wasn't. You are blinded by nostalgia. Yeah, this is this is a beautifully crafted story. This is this is the highest level of storytelling they've reached this far in the watch through. One hundred percent. And uh, again, I, I think you know part of the reason I love RPM so much is because it actually draws a lot of influence from Time Force. Like there, there's a lot of. Um, stuff in rpm i know it's not an rpm episode but there's a lot of stuff in yeah. RPM about your identity and what somebody else is trying to make you into versus the choices that you make um uh, about like the mistakes that you've made in your past and whether or not you can earn forgiveness by your actions going forward um mm-hmm. like a, a lot of that stuff ties into the choice versus destiny type deal and um i just i love it so much because Again, I'm a genius, and I'm not saying that to prop myself up. It's almost more <laughs> it, it legitimately at times it's more of a burden than a blessing, and yeah. because of it, I've struggled with nihilism in my life, mm-hmm. and I've reached a point where I'm happy to say 
Who fucking cares if your life has quote-unquote meaning? Who cares if somebody had a plan for you? Who cares if you have a grand destiny or if you're meant to be a speck of cosmic dust in the ethereal sea? Because at the end of the day, meaning is something you give to yourself. Something isn't special because it lasts forever. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, weirdly enough, helped me with this too. A thing isn't beautiful because it lasts. Um, Oh, that is a great line. Something isn't meaningful because it has wide-reaching cosmic implications for the entire universe. Something is meaningful because you find meaning in it. Mm -hmm. Your destiny is something you create for yourself. Every day, with the choices you make. That is some shit I needed to hear. And I got it right when I started developing those nihilistic feelings. And that served as a bedrock for later things, like Avengers and Age of Ultron and stuff that I got later on in adulthood. Yeah. To help me find comfort. So I thank you, Power Rangers Time Force. You are a truly beautiful series, and everyone should watch it. 10 out of 10. Yeah. 10 out of 10 series. Yep. Okay, we're at less than three minutes, so I do have to wrap up now. Yeah, so just for the formality, dear listener, this is the top of the list now <laughs> at this point in the ranking. Yeah, for both of us, I'm sure. Yeah, we're going to go straight to the top of the list. No questions asked. This is this is immediately the top of the list. Yes. Um, okay, everybody, thank you for listening. You can uh, check out the Cape Corner Discord. Uh, every once in a while, I post polls there. Um, might do a poll for something for next week. I don't know. I'll see. Um, I'm going to say you can follow me on Twitter. I've signed up for the waitlist for Blue Sky. <laughs> okay. Which is a social media platform made by the original Twitter devs that are no longer. Oh, there. cool. Um, I should sign uh, up. You just go to Blue Sky. Uh, like you, you Google Blue Sky social network or whatever, and um, it'll take you to their website, and you can join a waitlist by adding your email. Cool. Um, so we'll see what becomes of that, but. You can support me on my Spotify podcasters page. It works the same way as uh, as Patreon. Um, and check out the Hall of Pods podcast network. Uh, Fandom Optimist, SJW Comic Book Club, True Believers, a comic book podcast. They're all pretty cool. You can give them a lesson in that podcast network link in the description. Um, have I gotten faster at these? <laughs> yeah, you've gotten really efficient. Uh, good. It only took me 90 episodes. <laughs> Uh, so yes, everyone, I want to thank you again. Thank you for listening. Stay strong, stay true to yourselves, and remember, we can all be heroes. And make your own destiny. Yes. I wanted to do like a, a cool quote, but I couldn't think of anything except for Mortal Kombat's Choose Your Destiny. <laughs> uh, I, that was a that was a good one. I am fully wild. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was hyped. <laughs> Could you tell I was fully wide awake by the end when I started screaming? Yeah. That uh, that's what Time Force does to you, man. It does it's so fucking good. Ah! <laughs>